0: Hey everybody, welcome to The Well. My name is Christian and I'm so glad that you are here. Our hope is that during your time with us, you can acquire some relevant and practical resources to aid you in your journey with teenagers. This is episode seven, which is all about celebrating Easter in a quarantine. So without further ado, welcome to The Well. Hello everybody, Christian Hassling here. Welcome to episode 7 of The Well Podcast. And let me tell you, in a million years, I would have never anticipated covering the topic that we will be covering today, which is celebrating Easter in quarantine. Um, I know a lot of us are still probably a little shocked about just kind of uh, everything that's happening right now, and we're still trying to make sense of what life is like in this season, and with that, I know some of us are even wrestling with how do we celebrate Easter in a season like this? Um, how do we work through this? So, I wanted to come at you guys with a quick, uh, kind of short podcast for you guys um, to kind of talk about um, some ideas on how we can celebrate Easter in the middle of a quarantine. Um, so, I'm going to share just a few points today, and that'll be it. It'll be nice and short and brief, so you can go on with your day. Um, but, I wanted to mention that some of these ideas are gathered from our dear friends over at Axis.org, axi and we'll be posting a link to their article in the show notes. Um, so we're going to share some ideas from them, but then we're also going to add some of our own ideas for celebrating Easter in quarantine. So let's jump in. And it's, uh, it's just me today. Usually I have someone co-hosting with me. Um, But since I'm at home and at quarantine even the podcast is looking a little different I'm actually in my dining room right now and my dog's on the couch and my wife is across the room working on her laptop So um, that's we're rolling with the punches over here. So uh, anyway, let's jump in things uh, Things that we could do to celebrate Easter in quarantine. The first one is this and I love this one This one is from our friends over at Axis. It's to wear that Easter dress If you have, you know, that Easter attire, go ahead and put it on because I know a lot of people look forward to just kind of wearing their Easter clothes, uh, dressing up in spring colors, whatever it might be, right? Um, And people are losing that this year. So if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. Dress up for Easter and wear it into your living room as you and your family sit down to uh, watch the service online together. And even, or or on the flip side of that, you could even just wear your PJs because uh, how often do you get to go to Easter service in your PJs? Not terribly often. So this is your chance to do that as well. Um, dress any way that you would like uh, to be comfortable as you guys watch the service together. Um, and so, first thing, second thing, go on a prayer walk in the neighborhood. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the weather here in Philadelphia has been pretty pleasant the last few days. Uh, it does finally feel like spring, and so my wife and I just about daily go on walks with our dog in the neighborhood, and it's just been really, really refreshing. And so, um, in this season, uh, it's more than appropriate to take those walks. But then also, hey, pray for your neighborhood, pray for your neighbors. Um, those who are experiencing stress and anxiety, those who are, um, you know, now doing homeschool with their kids, those who might have, you know, lost a job or they've been laid off or those who are f- uh, struggling financially. So um, we encourage you to take a walk around and, and pray for the neighborhood because, as we say at the CLC, um, you know, we believe something different happens uh, when we pray than would have happened if we did not pray. So we invite you to lean into that and pray for your neighborhood. Um, That's the second thing. The third thing is to start a new tradition. Um, This is a great uh, season in life for new traditions because everything is different, right? Life is totally different from sunup to sundown. Our days are looking entirely different. So this is a great opportunity for you and your family to start new traditions, especially around Easter, right? And so... um, Since this Easter Sunday is already a bit untraditional, it makes sense to just start some new traditions, right? So um, put something new on the menu for breakfast or brunch or even dinner. Uh, Play a new game that your family loves together and, you know, play it on Easter, right? Um, Anything that you could do to create new uh, memories. You could create something together as a family, a project, or um, I don't know, maybe artwork, right? Or you could sing something together, or you could write something together. Really, it's up to you guys what you would like to do, but we invite you to start a new tradition. Uh, this, the second to last thing that I have for us is to, um, to connect with family members. Now you've probably been hearing this one a lot in the past few days and few weeks, like connect with people, connect with people, connect with people, um, because we really do believe that this is something that's incredibly important in this season. And so a lot of people have been using zoom, which is an online platform to connect with people. Um, but I would invite you go for, when you do zoom, you actually have to schedule that appointment with your friends so that. You both join the chat room at the same time, but I would invite you something that's maybe a bit more impromptu and maybe I would say even a bit more meaningful, um, start to engage in impromptu FaceTime calls, um, or you can go on Facebook Messenger and you can just hit the video button in your iMessenger account with that person. And so, if you just hit that, that calls them with a video chat, uh, and it's impromptu, it's organic, and it's pretty meaningful. So, um, I'd invite you to do some impromptu FaceTime calls to people who might not be expecting it, or to people that you know would um, would really enjoy just a kind of a meaningful conversation. Maybe someone who's experiencing isolation, or or nervousness, or who you know those who feel alone. Uh, like for for example, we know a lot of people in the hospitals do not have visitors. Um, visitors this in this season. So give them a call. Feel free to check in with them with an impromptu call. And of course, if they don't want to talk, they won't pick up. Um, but I think those impromptu moments are maybe a bit more meaningful sometimes. So um, we got one more that I think is really, really important. Um, is, and that's what I'm calling share the narrative. Um, so if you look back when the the, the gospel story unfolded in ancient times, Um, It was passed down for years orally, meaning that they would actually just share the story via word of mouth. They would process it together. Um, They would uh, share it with each other to remember this incredible story of God coming to earth to redeem and restore everything that is broken. And so we really have a great opportunity here to lean into um, that experience, to share the narrative, to talk about this story, and especially in a time like this, when, um, when we need hope, uh, when we need an encouraging word, um, we can talk about this story together as a family, as a community. And so, bring up this story when you guys are talking about difficult situations. Bring it up when you're talking about, you know, death and and all of these really difficult circumstances. Right? Um, because as Christians, we do believe that this story can speak to any ailment, any issue any pain any brokenness we might experience in this earth Um, and it does so in that we believe that god is bringing restoration and redemption to every broken broken part of the world right and so we invite you um, as you process the season with your kids as you process process this season with your teenagers go ahead and try and wrestle with how does this story of the gospel intersect with our experiences today And what does it look like for us to have the hope of the gospel, the hope of Easter, right? Um, What does it look like for us to be a hopeful people in a very dismal world right now? So uh, with that, share the narrative. Just keep bringing it up. Let it become kind of ingrained in your fabric uh, as a family, and ingrained in in just your life. And that happens a lot just by talking about it. So... um, that's it that's all we got it's nice and short and brief for you guys and um, we hope that it helps and encourage you encourages you in this time to do Easter differently just because we really have no other option nowadays. Um, And so we invite you to consider doing one, two, three, or all of these things as you uh, celebrate Easter this week. And of course, if you do not have a church home um, or if you do not have a place to tune in online, we invite you to come hang out with us at the Christian Life Center online. You can watch our service on our website at clcfamily.com dot church slash live or you could join us on facebook at clc family and if you'd like to kind of stay uh following us here at the well you can visit us online at clc family dot church slash the well you can visit us on instagram at the dot well dot podcast or on facebook at the well podcast one or if you have any questions you can email us at the well at clc family dot church So thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. We love you guys, and we hope that you have a joyous, peaceful, and life-giving Easter. Take care.